Hi there, I'm Tom Schultz, host of Voices of Montana, an issue-oriented newsmaker radio program heard weekdays on 18 radio stations with 27 signals all across the Treasure State. Thanks for clicking on the podcast. Please subscribe and we'll do our best to keep you connected. We're also on Facebook at Voices of Montana and on the Internet at VoicesOfMontana.com, where I'd love to hear from you. Contact me at Tom at VoicesOfMontana.com. We talk a lot, I think, about what our Public Service Commission does in terms of regulating utilities in Montana. They're often in the news when it comes to approving or disapproving or adjusting rate increases uh, because of our utilities being regulated in that regard. They, uh, they're one of the smallest agencies in our state government, but they, they do have a pretty big impact. And uh, we're uh, going to talk more uh, as we go on throughout this election season with candidates from the PSC. But let's welcome a former state senator. Well, I, I think officially uh, state senator until the end of this year. It is Jeff Wellburn out of the uh, Dillon area who's running now for the PSC in Region 3. Good morning, Jeff. How are you? Good morning, Tom. Thanks for the opportunity to come on to your show. Thank you for being here. I appreciate that. So you're still officially a state senator, right? Until uh, I, I am. Okay. Yep. Till the end of till the end of the year, we're um, yeah. We still have interim committees and all of our you know constituent services duties. That um, yeah, I'm still very very much involved. Well, and 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 with your long career in the. Uh, in Montana's you know, state house and politics as well. well. We'll talk about legislative things here too, but what do you see in this public service commission race? Uh, you're, you're term limited for where you're at right now. Um, this, this seat is open. Uh, James Brown stepped into it. There was some controversy and turmoil. And when he did, he was uh, appointed commission chair. I think he, he did do some good work in that regard. Uh, the PS, the PSC, what is it to you, Jeff? Well, um, I think, uh, you know, backing up to what you you said, I, I would like to talk to, um, a, a little bit about uh, Commissioner Brown. Uh, and he, he has chosen to run for another office, so it has created a an opportunity um, as, as an open seat. And I, I would also like to, I guess, give a little bit of a shout-out to him and, and others, but especially on the leadership team, uh, you know, him and uh, – Vice Vice President of the Commission uh, Jennifer Fielder, who I uh, served with in the Senate, but you know I don't I don't I don't know what was you know what was going on prior to, but but right. I know they've done a good job of uh, turning an awfully big ship around, and I think guiding it on a much better course. Um, I think uh, I think you know folks would agree that uh, that that the commission is is just on a better path, and I guess that is. One of the reasons why I hopped in, I've had um, you know a number of a number of phone calls, um, actually quite a few from all over the state, encouraging me to to jump in into this race, and uh, and, and after some careful consideration, I have. But I guess that would be my goal is to kind of continue the the trend that is you know kind of being followed now and getting this this commission heading in a better direction. What makes a, a good PSC commissioner? I've uh, I've been around a little bit too, and candidates who who come from a legislative branch or from di- different agencies of government, they'll comment about how technical the job is and how how much white papering uh, you do. What makes a good PSC commissioner? Well, I think uh, you know honestly, I you know from my perspective, a, a good commissioner is like any other policymaker. It's somebody that will sit down and listen you know, number one, um, look at both sides of an issue and look at, you know, try to, uh, 
try to come out with something that uh, that is um, you know keeps everybody whole. You know, number one, it's about the rate payer. It's always, or it should be about the rate payer. I mean, that's that was why the PSC was set up back in you know during the when the framers of our seventy two constitutional convention uh, put that together. That was that was the idea. But it's also about finding balance, keeping um, you know the utility. Um, operating at a level that they can continue to provide the services because I mean it's it's it doesn't work if we regulate them out of business and the, the they you know you go to switch the light switch on or turn the irrigation pump on or you know flip the flip the heater on when it's forty below zero out it's really nice for that service to be on the other end so I think it's about striking a balance I think it's about uh, not being you know just having an open mind and, and walking into everything with, um, you know, the, I guess a mindset that you're going to sit down and give everybody a listening to and carefully consider what's before you. Cause it is, it is big heady stuff. Yeah, it definitely is as well. The main job, or I don't know, people would think it's the, the main job because that's what makes news an awful lot is, is approving or disapproving those rate increases or requests. You know, if you, you're, Look at that. And then you look at the background, uh, understanding where we are with energy in in our country, in our world, for that matter. Um, h- how much does does that play into decisions when it comes to regulation? Uh, you know, I uh, not having have not having served in this capacity. I I don't want to. Uh, you know, I guess I don't I don't know enough about the job to to speak. You know, with any sort of authority. But you know, I guess. I would look at this as because as we're as we're looking at a you know uh, a world that is um, you know um, some in some cases the marketplace is demanding a more you know renewable or green energy portfolio, but yet are they reliable? I don't know. You know, the one thing I can tell you is I'm not a climate scientist, but I have had to balance my own checkbook and my own household and my own business. Uh, and based on what the free market allows. And and I think that that's always an important conversation is, you know, any of these, any of these energy sources, um, you know, any, I guess it's always better to have more options available. Um, you know, I'm, I don't think that it needs to be, you know, all coal or all gas or, or, or all wind or all solar, or, you know, I think hydrogen, uh, is the up and comer um, yeah. from from what I'm reading? I think that's an awesome, you know, and and we got to remember that uh, the original, you know, renewable is hydropower. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, all of those, you know, I feel for the from a taxpayer standpoint, they need to stand on their own two feet based on the free market, and from the market standpoint, if they do, if if it if it's a if it's a reliable source of power and it costs the the utility less money to produce it then that's good for the consumer um but if, if, at some point you know i guess it's just the uh, i think the free market will kind of you know over time will it will adjust all this stuff out and you know what works works and what doesn't doesn't i can't determine what that is or isn't i but i think that you've got to have an open mind and, and go into it with your eyes wide open and, you know, try to make decisions that are going to be the best for, you know, the rate payers in Montana. 
State Senator Jeff Wellborn again is Senate District 36. He's running for PSC in, in region number three. He's previously served in the House as well as the State Senate uh, on uh, Montana's Capitol Hill. What is region three? Uh, I was trying to, I was chatting with some folks uh, just the other day. I think there's still, the maps have been drawn or redrawn, and uh, I still think they're they're not confirmed yet, right? Or what's the sta- status? Well, the, the, as, as it stands right now, um, you know, I can, the, 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 the law that we passed um, in the legislature actually, um, when it regrew the lines, was based on house, you know, uh, precise house districts. And I don't have the list in front of me, but geographically speaking, as, as, the, as the law currently stands today, um, it, uh, it basically starts in Hamilton and takes in the, you know, the, the city of Hamilton and kind of the very south end of Ravalli County. And then it kind of jets over and takes in Beaverhead and Madison County. It takes in Silverbow and Deer Lodge County. So it's all of Butte, all of Anaconda. And then it kind of takes a turn and runs up and kind of comes around the west edge of Helena. So it takes in a piece of Helena. It, uh, it, it takes in, um, Broadwater County. It goes into Jefferson and Gallatin County, uh, mm-hmm. takes in Belgrade and into the west edge of Bozeman and then kind of skirts around and, and basically Sweetgrass, you know, Mar, Wheatland County, a little bit of Judith Basin County. I think all of Fergus County and all or some of Petroleum County. I mean, it's wow. a, it's a geographically, it's a, it's a really, I mean, it's a lot of country. I haven't calculated the square miles, but I'm sure I'll I'm sure I'll figure it out on <laughs> start running the old car from one end district to the other. You know, meeting meeting people that uh, the policy that this you know that this affects. Yeah, yeah. Um, we got a minute here before this deadline. Um, how I mean, how how do you uh, what what are people telling you when when you go out there? And I think as I speak with candidates, and we probably will have to kind of continue this conversation, but. Um, when they're out and and campaigning, um, they get energized and they really appreciate meeting people face to face in that regard. They, I, I believe they do. Yep. And this is, like I say, I haven't, uh, I haven't really had the opportunity. I mean, it'll it'll probably come pretty fast now that yeah. you know that I've decided to file and and run. But you know, the one thing I'm hearing, Tom, and I don't, I mean, it doesn't necessarily, it's not necessarily policy that the public service commission weighs in, but I'll tell you what Montanans are, I mean, people are the, you know, double digit inflation is stinging people. Newly announced public service commission candidate, Jeff Wellborn is with us, a state Senator and a former member of the house in Montana as well, served in a, in a, well, a lot of sessions as well as on a lot of committees. We'll talk about how that experience will, uh, could pay off or how he'll use that in the PSC um, in, in the race in particular. Speaking of races, Tom Schultz alongside. Welcome back here, Voices of Montana. Former Congressman Danny Reberg did officially, well, he hasn't filed yet or else, I mean, he didn't do it yesterday anyway, but he has made an announcement today that he is going to, he's going to run for the U.S. House uh, District 02, that Eastern District, uh, uh, vowing to bring his years of experience, dedication, and proven leadership back to serve the people of Montana. Find that pretty interesting. That race got even more crowded. Uh, Senator uh, Wellborn, thanks again for being here. Appreciate that. Uh, your your race only at this point uh, for District 3, 
with just two others in it. But that's, you know, three for the PSC race is uh, I would consider kind of a, a crowded primary. Um, what, you know, I talked kind of coming in here oh, that long experience in the state house, finance and claims committees, natural resources. You served in agriculture and, and the rules committee and appropriations. Um, how do you uh, how do you use that or what from that do you think will be most valuable to you in if you are successful in this uh, election? Uh, well, Tom, I, I think number one, it's, uh, I mean, and we'll get to the policy, you know, the different policy committees and, and, and how some of that ties in, in in just a minute. But I think, I think the first and foremost, it's the relationships that you build. Number one, um, you know, being able to, you know, cause a lot of the, a lot of the people that, you'll be working with you've already worked with and you know i mean you've got relationships um in the process already but but also i think that the legislative process lends itself well to the you know as a as a training ground if you will on how to build those relationships and how to you know move the ball forward and get things done and and find you know common ground that uh that that works you know, and, and, and I think, uh, oftentimes, um, you know, you, you look at these, uh, these decisions that the, that the commission, um, you know, has to make. And, and I mean, it's, it's one of those things that very rarely is everybody happy, you know, in fact, and, and that's kind of sometimes the, the best policy is, is the stuff that, you know, that not everybody, you know, there's not clear winners and losers. It's about finding a, a, a balance, striking a balance that, that works, that, you know, just gets the job done for people. And, you know, that's the most, the most durable policy typically. And, and I, so I think that, that is um, a couple reasons why, why experience is necessary, but then uh, getting into the policy side, I mean, I served on the energy committee, when I was in the house, um, I, I, in the, you know, when I served in the, and in the Senate, I've served on, uh, transportation, which there's transportation issues that come before the, the commission. I I've served on, um, agriculture, but, but natural resource. I've, I, I served four terms on natural resources that chaired the committee, three of those four terms and was vice chair my first session in the Senate. So I, you know, and that's, you know, we, that, that's the committee that sets a lot of policy on mining law, water law, things like that. And, and all of that ties into the, you know, how the utility companies roll out the services to the ratepayers in Montana. Um, so I, I think there's, there's some good, some good uh, cross pollinization from there. And then of course the, uh, my, my time on uh, appropriations, finance and claims, um, I, I served on uh, the subcommittee on natural resources and transportation. So, so we all, you know, we also set the budgets for all of the, you know, all of the policy agencies um, and, you know, fish, wildlife and parks, uh, but, but the main, you know, the ones that are most, uh, I guess, uh, prevalent to the, you know, public service commission would be transportation department of natural resources and department of environmental quality. So I think all of that kind of in a nutshell, at least makes the learning curve, not so steep, you know, and I, I mean, it's a, it's, it's a, 
you know, I can't even imagine what these commissioners have to learn. I mean, I know what we have to learn in the legislature, and this is this is all very technical stuff, and I'm sure it's a whole different learning curve yet and not an easy one, but I guess that's um, – I'm up to the challenge, and hopefully some of my legislative experience will allow a guy like me to hit the ground running um, – you know, over the the next person that might not have that experience. Again, uh, State Senator Jeff Wilborn. Um, I want to uh, kind of look at, well, we left off about how you win a race and, and meeting people out on the road. You know, I'm curious as to what they know about the Public Service Commission. What kind of questions do they ask? How, how does those engagements with the public um, – you know, fuel the fuel your decisions, potential decisions as a potential commissioner. Well, I think it's super important that you listen to what's on people's minds, and and you know, just like in the in the legislature, I mean, taking care of your people, at, you know, the, taking care of the people at home um, is so important. You know, and in this, it's just it's it's a lot bigger district, but you know, I think if you just get out there and and talk to people and meet people and ask questions, just simply what's on your mind, you know, what, uh, how can, how can this be done better? You know, what, and, and people will tell you if you, especially if you ask them, and then I think it's just super important to take that information and weigh it against the decisions that you have to make and, and try to, uh, you know, always try to come up, but I mean, people will tell you, you know, and, and, you know, especially right now, I mean, people, you know, my phone rings every day is, as an elected uh, policymaker, yeah. you know, um, on people are, you know, people are really, you know, property tax is a big thing on people's minds right now. Um, inflation is a big thing on people's minds. And, you know, I mean, it's just people are, people are watching their balance sheets. They're, they're watching their check registers. And, you know, I think it's our job as policymakers, regardless of the agency or of, of where our decision points are is to, you know, do it in a way that, that works for the people that we represent. You know, they're, they're the ones paying the bills. Address some of those other duties that the, uh, or other duties. I mean, all of the duties that, that, that fall underneath the Public Service Commission. Um, you mentioned a few of those things, uh, transportation, um, um, I think, uh, waste services, things like that, um, telecommunications. It's, uh, there's a lot on the plate, isn't there? That's right. But, you know, what you see in the paper all the time is, you know, typically is the the rate cases on, you know, on electrical utilities and gas utilities, which there's, you know, but, but there's so much more. I mean, we, you know, we just, we had a conversation in uh, appropriations just this last session with, with the Public Service Commission because they were, you know, their their goal is to beef up their railroad safety in Montana and, and, and the public service commission that is the oversight agency on rail safety, believe it or not, you know? And I mean, there's just a lot of things they do that the, you know, the average person probably doesn't think about or hear about, but it's uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of different, a lot of different aspects to the, the job, but you know, that's what keeps it interesting too. It's, you know, it's the variety. Yeah. So um, again, how do you win this race? Uh, it's uh, it, the public service commission, it's going to be down down ticket, as they say, in presidential race, Senate race, now a very crowded uh, Eastern District House race. Anyway, um, how how do you how do you successfully educate people about this race as, as you're going out? I I think you'll be you'll be 
meeting a lot of folks face to face, won't you? That that's about the that's the only way I can can size it up. Tom is is just burning up some shoe leather and you know and putting some miles on the car. Um, it's it's you know most likely it's way too big of a district and too many too many you know mailboxes to try to do mailers to on the kind of a budget that you know that a right. person's going to have. I mean, so I mean social media and just getting out and meeting people and. You know, like we've said in this business before, it's, you know, trying to get people that you know to lend some, you know, some of their credibility. So I guess borrowed credibility is a big thing. And, and you know, I uh, I plan to reach out to legislators um, that, that serve, that I've served with that are in the districts that, uh, you know, coincide with this and, you know, try to team up with them. And, you know, it's just, I mean, it's it's a big race and, you know, uh, like you say, a crowded field and, you know, um, I, I just, I mean, it, it is just got to get out there and keep your foot on the gas and, and, uh, you know, hopefully at, uh, you know, during the, after the primary, um, you know, if we're successful and we, you know, retool how we're going to move on to the fall, but I guess the, the task at hand is to get out and run a, a good race, uh, a clean race and, and just meet people and sell them on, you know, what I'm about. And, you know, I guess the way I approach public policy and, and put it in the voters hands and whatever happens, happens. Yeah. Well, I appreciate that. I mean, and you've been a public servant uh, since you've been elected uh, in the house in that Southwestern Montana area since, since 2009. Um, What, what have you learned as a public servant? Um, that, uh, the people you serve are your boss. I mean, it's, it's about, uh, you know, trying to, trying to, to guide policy and, and, you know, and sometimes it, it means working with agencies to, you know, to help deliver, you know, whatever, whatever services or, or interpret the law in a way that, you know, doesn't, uh, doesn't hurt people. But I guess what I've learned is just how to, how to, work, you know, work with people and you might not always agree with people, but I've always, I guess, tried to find a way to disagree without being disagreeable. You know, when you do disagree to do it without being disagreeable. I mean, there's, you know, it, it's just kind of, I mean, I know that sounds probably a little bit cliche, but that's just kind of, you know, and you can't be afraid to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. I mean, sometimes what's right and what is popular is two very different things. And, you've got to do what's right. I mean, it's, you know, I've number of times through the legislative, you know, my legislative career. I mean, there's a lot of votes that you take that aren't comfortable, but you know, like, a, a my, my seatmate told me my freshman session in the house, I was struggling with a vote one day and the, the board lit up and it was, you know, and you know, there's, there's Time a to vote. no button on there. And he's like, Hey, he goes, when you go home tonight, you still got to look that mirror and that guy in the mirror. And, you know, I, I looked at it that way every since. I mean, you just got to make the decision that you feel is going to, you know, the best, the best that you can do and think it over carefully and stand behind the decisions you make and move forward. Yeah. Move forward. Yeah. Don't torture yourself over, over those things. Hey, uh, I appreciate that. Good luck in the race, Jeff. Uh, and, you know, I look forward to catching up with you from time to time too. Okay. Well, well, thank you, Tom. I really appreciate the opportunity to come on and, and, uh, you know, be a part of your show and, and yeah, it's exciting. I, 
I filed this morning. Um, filed uh, this morning. As as That's as right. As I forgot to yep. mention. It was, uh, what was it, uh, uh, as soon as the office opens? Because uh, I checked the uh, the list, and your name's not on there, but this list wasn't updated today. It was updated yesterday. So I will see your name on this list tomorrow, eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yep, I, uh, I, 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 signed, yep, I signed the documents this morning and, and uh, had a nice visit with our Secretary of State, Jacobson, and... I got a receipt for the check that I wrote, so I, I guess um, officially we're signed up. <laughs> was was that like a moment too? Is it because you've done this before, but it's still sort of a moment, isn't it? It it is a moment. You know what? It's it's uh, it's a great source of pride. I've always filed. You know, I mean, ever since I've been involved, you know, in two thousand and eight, you could file. Even in those days, you could file online. But I've always I've always taken the time to drive to hell, and there's just something about walking into the the big double doors on the west end of the second floor and, and, you know, signing, signing up, you know, uh, paying your filing fees. And, and uh, I don't know, I, it's just a part of it that I, I feel like it's um, makes it, makes it worth your while to do. Yeah. And I, uh, you got to respect that. And I, I appreciate that you do. Hey, Jeff, thanks a lot again. Drive safe on the road too. Okay. Thank you, Tom. Yep. I'm going to weave my way back to Dylan over the next couple of days and get out and meet some voters. I guess we're, our course has changed a little bit here. So I guess on my so. way back to my to my day job, I'm going to try to to, to uh, just stop and meet some people and, and get this ball rolling. So yeah. thanks again for the opportunity, and yeah, we'll be talking uh, soon. Yeah, you'll be taking a lot of detours uh, between now and uh, hopefully the uh, you know end of November or beginning of November. It's Wellborn with one L W E L B O R N and Jeff is spelled commonly J E F F. Uh, look him up for more information. Thanks, Jeff. Take care. Thank you, Tom. Have a great day. Thanks again for joining us for the podcast. Please share and subscribe and let us know what you think. Email me at Tom at voicesofmontana.com. And don't forget, we're on weekdays on your hometown radio stations all across Montana. We hope to hear from you there too.